J.M. in the A.M. on a Wednesday morning, an honor to welcome uh, Professor Yonatan Alevi, president of Shari Tzedek Medical Center, back to this program. Lots going on in Israel, unfortunately, regarding COVID-19, and here's an opportunity for us to get an update. Uh, Professor Yonatan Alevi, shalom. Welcome back to J.M. in the A.M. Shalom uvracha. Nice to be with you again. I appreciate that. Always nice to speak with you. Um, from a medical standpoint, why is Israel going through yet another, what seems to be spike, another serious wave of COVID-19? Well, first of all, I think it's a global phenomenon, both in the U.S. and in Europe. Uh, third waves are prevailing, and uh, Israel is no exception. I also think that we could uh, avoid at least uh, a wave as high as we are witnessing now, if uh, if we were more careful, if uh, few weddings uh, were not held the way they were held, especially in the Arab segment of the population, but also in the Haredi segment of the population, if uh, people would not, uh, you know, congest themselves in, in malls, in shopping malls, started in Black Friday, if uh, families celebrated Hanukkah according to the directions, that uh, really uh, preached to a strict social separation, which was not always kept. Uh, but I think to avoid this third wave, as we call it altogether, no, no country was able, even Australia, that was actually free of COVID-19, um, is, is undergoing a mini wave. So it either has to do with a mutation that everybody speaks now, and it's not one mutation. It's many mutations. It may be a more contagious version of the virus that we witnessed before. Um, but I'm optimistic because most researchers, although nobody is 100% sure about it, most researchers are sure that the vaccine uh, will be efficacious against uh, the mutations as well as the original virus. And Israel is in the midst of a huge wave of uh, vaccinations. I mean, uh, there was a pilot in the first 72 hours, where close to 100,000 were um, vaccinated. And uh, the numbers for today are even higher. The apprehension uh, and the, the uh, fears from unbased fears, I should say, from the vaccine are abating, are, are becoming smaller and smaller as more people get vaccines. We are fortunate in Israel to have the four Kupot Cholim, the HMOs, that have a marvelous organization of community service with uh, community uh, clinics uh, everywhere. So it's rather easy to get uh, uh, allotment to rent, uh, allotment for the I mean a time time frame for to be vaccinated within the next 24 to 72 hours. So I believe by Erev Pesach, two to three million uh, Israelis would be vaccinated, which will lead us close to herd immunity. Speaking to Professor, uh, Professor Yonatan Alevi, before we go back to the vaccine, is Israel going to go through another very serious lockdown based on what you just described, this third wave? I'm afraid. I'm afraid so. It's not final. There are still controversies. And uh, as you know, I'm a proud Israeli and very proud in all the governments that ruled in Israel since 1948, the present one excluded, <laughs> because uh, it's very difficult for them to reach a decision. 
so I'm not sure. There are still, uh, still controversial among uh, cabinet members, but I think uh, the tendency is towards a lockdown within a few days to a week from now. All right. Uh, now, you mentioned uh, two, three million by Pesach. I remind everybody that Pesach is the final weekend of March, just to give a perspective in terms of the timetable. You mentioned that by Erev Pesach, you think Israel could be in the two to three million range in terms of Israelis, a number of Israelis who would at that point have been vaccinated. Now, we keep focusing selfishly on the desire to get to Israel, the desire to travel there and to visit there. Uh, we're under the assumption that until a majority of Israelis are vaccinated, we likely won't be allowed in the country. With that in mind, should we be prepared that those of us who thought that by the end of March there'll be free travel between the two countries, it's likely not going to be that way? Well, no one knows the definite answer to this question, but you can promote your chance to be able to visit Israel by Pesach if you get vaccine. I mean, anybody who will be vaccinated uh, with Israel, Israel reaching close to herd immunity, I believe traveling will be allowed. I cannot guarantee that someone with no vaccine, uh, that Israeli authorities, immigration authorities, would rely on the herd immunity that will not be complete by the end of March. Uh, and allow non-vaccinated people to enter. Maybe yes, maybe no. I believe that vaccinees would definitely be able to enter. So why don't get the vaccine? I mean, is the vaccine will not be available to every New Yorker or every American citizen in the next three months? I don't know. That's actually a good question. The way things are rolling out right now, I don't think uh, there's any definitive answer to that. Also, you might be familiar, and I think you alluded to it based on your introduction, uh, you might be familiar with the fact that a lot of high-profile people, even some in the medical world in this country, are quite skeptical about the vaccine, and that might put the brakes on the vaccine rollout for certain people or in certain areas. Why is there not the same skepticism in Israel? Well, I think there was skepticism only after the publication of Pfizer and Moderna there is the very convincing results. I think part of the skepticism dissipated after the FDA approval, and the last segment of the skepticism is being dissipated these days as more and more Israelis are vaccinated with no report, no report on any significant side effect. And on the other side, the government, this time acting very efficiently, Every evening and during the day, on every TV screen, you see opinion leaders who are appearing, getting the vaccine, preaching, telling about, I'm a commentator on one of the Israeli TV channels, and time and again, I give the scientific evidence that this vaccine is safer than any vaccine that we got in the past that was based on a live attenuated virus or on a killed virus. You're talking about a molecule, the messenger RNA, that this integrates in the cell within hours to days after the injection that cannot affect the DNA, it cannot penetrate the DNA. It's based on scientific logic. It's the safest vaccine ever. So when, 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 when uh, lay people... Uh, not medical people, but lay people uh, express skepticism because of the speed with which the vaccine was developed. 
Do medical people like you say that's silly because they don't realize, meaning the average person doesn't realize, just how advanced technology is now in 2020? And if a vaccine 15 years ago took three or four years, yes, we are at a point where now, 15 years later, a vaccine could be developed in under a year. Yes, I definitely say it's illogical, but also the facts are not accurate. The messenger RNA technology is already here for a couple of decades, and the efforts to introduce it into a vaccine are also continuing for around a decade or more. The success within the last 10 months has to do with the fact that the best scientific laboratories and brains in the world were recruited, and they acted under the premise that money is of no problem. I think your president, your living president, outgoing president, should be given credit for that. I mean, he influxed billions of dollars to the pharma, to the pharmaceutical companies, in order to expedite. So even factually, I wouldn't say that this is, you know, in Hebrew we have an expression, hachipazon satan. Uh, Being hasty is uh, satanic. This is not true in this case. It's not so hasty. It's definitely not uh, satanic because it's well-based scientifically, and the technology was was, uh, actually originated a couple of decades ago. Yeah, here we say haste makes waste, and I think it's uh, along the the same lines. Uh, Professor Halevi, we had a discussion on the air yesterday, and I'm wondering if you've heard or have uh, been involved in any of this research. Is there any recommendation for or against pregnant women taking the vaccine? Yes, so, you know, at the beginning, and the the official document, I think even by the FDA, not to mention Moderna and Pfizer, said that because of the fact that there were not enough, or maybe not at all, pregnant women in the phase three uh, clinical trials of uh, Pfizer and Moderna, so we cannot give it to pregnant women. In the meantime, in the last couple of weeks, Uh, I mean, scientists from all over the world said that, again, logically, first of all, we know that uh, uh, it does not affect the embryo. And uh, it is illogical not to give it to pregnant women. So as opposed to regular people, I would understand hesitant pregnant women to get the vaccine. But the official notification by the Ministry of Health through for day before yesterday is that it is safe for pregnant women, and the, the guidelines for the Israeli uh, healthcare uh, providers, the four kupot cholim, is that any pregnant woman who wants it should get it. So I believe there is consensus among the scientific community that it is safe for pregnant women as well. I don't know if you have the statistics in front of you. What percentage of Shari Tzedek staff, especially those who are directly involved, in medical situations have already been vaccinated. Yeah, of course I have the statistic. By this evening, we will finish over 1,000 employees. And that would be around what percentage? Finish vaccinating, not finish the employees, of course. (laughs) Right. And that would be about what percentage of the total employees that you need to vaccinate? We have have 4,500 employees, but we started with the staff that's in direct contact with uh, COVID-19 patients. These are around 250. Then we opened it to everyone. We have uh, five stations where we give every 15 minutes 
uh, to another one. We have a capacity to do around 300 a day, and we are doing 1,000 within three days. Is any of the uh, are any of the protocols in the hospital going to change as more and more? people are vaccinated? Will we see less protective equipment uh, on staff members? Will we uh, open up the doors to more visitations by friends and relatives? Is is a lot going to change while this all goes on, or it's going to be a while before any policy changes? I think it's going to be a while. First of all, we really have to be sure that uh, a large percentage, someone, something like 85% of uh, the uh, employees are vaccinated. And uh, the second issue is that the jury is still out about whether a vaccinated person can infect others from viruses that accumulate in the mucosa of his nose when he's infected, maybe when he's outside the hospital or inside the hospital. He himself could not get the disease because he got the vaccine, but he may infect others. Again, the jury is still out about that. The assumption is that after further research that is done all over the world, we will find these people, the vaccinated people, non-infective. But this is not sure. And as long as this is not definite, we will definitely not change policy. Has any of the under age 21 population of Israel been vaccinated yet? Only those with uh, severe background diseases like, uh, you know, juvenile diabetes that we call today type 1, it's not called anymore juvenile, but those with uh, type 1 diabetes and and uh, severe background diseases, uh, heart malformation and so on, all the rest, um, uh, people are people in, uh, in closed uh, institutions, uh, in, in uh, dormitories uh, where they not, don't go out, you know, people with special needs, but uh, healthy under 20 were not vaccinated yet. They, are, they will be the last. I mean, this is going to... But it will be very quickly in Israel because, really, thanks to our government, I don't know if it's Bibi Netanyahu himself or officially the ministry, this is also controversial, <laughs> but to lead to it that Israel will have in December 4 million vaccines and through January and February for the rest of the population, this is an unbelievable achievement. And I'm very proud in my government for this. After criticizing them at the beginning of this interview, I must finish with a good remark. Do you have any idea about other Middle Eastern countries? Are they even close to the numbers of vaccines that Israel is going to have very soon? No, definitely unaware of it. I haven't heard about any one of our neighbors getting the vaccines. I mean, uh, nowhere but uh, U.S., Britain, and uh, Israel. Maybe I heard Canada, too, but few Western countries got the vaccine in December. I guess most of them will get them gradually during the first quarter or first half of 21. And what is this going to do to the nursing home population? There is a relatively large nursing home and nursing home type facility population in Israel. I'm assuming that they are now in the midst of being vaccinated, that they are priorities? Yeah, they are highest priority. Many of them were vaccinated. There there need to be more uh, explanation to these uh, to this population, say, I myself was invited by Ramot Tamir. It's a nursing home, quite a large nursing yeah. home, with a few hundred uh, yeah, we know Tamir, tenants yeah. in, in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the owner is a board member of Shari Tzedek. 
a very uh, distinguished board member, Mr. Hillel Leibovich, right. and he invited me to lecture in Hebrew and English in order to convince uh, the tenants there to be vaccinated, including people in their 90s. I must tell you that I had many, many questions there that showed some skepticism. I hope I was able to dissipate most of the skepticism. So this is a real game changer. I mean, in a period of weeks, nursing homes in Israel can can operate normally, most likely, or at least the way they remember operating. Absolutely. Again, I'm not sure they will operate normally in terms of allowing many more right. people to come. Right. Needless to say that all the caregivers have right. to be vaccinated, and they are being vaccinated, including foreign employees. Uh, so again, because of the reasons that I mentioned before, I'm not sure that the nursing homes will be open to the public, which is very, very important, right. because seclusion is very bad for these uh, uh, elderly people. Uh, I think the visitation uh, 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 rules will not change so soon, definitely not before we will know for sure that a vaccinated person cannot be contagious. So as much as we would love for you to breathe a sigh of relief because, hey, there's a vaccine and, and a large percentage of your employees are being vaccinated and hopefully life in the hospital will be a little bit more normal. Because of this third wave, you really can't look back and breathe that sigh of relief yet, right? This, the, the hospital kill, still has the potential to be stretched to the maximum over the next few weeks. Hard to believe that to the maximum. This morning we have 74 COVID-19 patients, uh, 12 of them are on uh, respirators. Right. Uh, there are another 20 that are in what we call severe to critical situation. I hope most of them will survive. This is not a number that overwhelm our resources here at Sharai Tzedek. To give you an example, we have 128 respirators. Only 38 are in use this morning. Wow. So we are far from bringing stress to capacity, but uh, it's an unfortunate wave. It definitely prevents a sigh of relief right now, right. but it does not prevent me from counting the days that elapsed since I got the vaccine 72 hours ago. See, I'm counting the hours, yep. not the days, <laughs> uh, in, order, in order to be levarech al mugmar to be right. sure that uh, I'm, uh, I have the full uh, quantity of antibodies, which will happen a week after the second shot, uh, three and a half weeks from now. Right. Bezrat Hashem. All right. So uh, you're basically saying, Nahum, I could see you in Jerusalem if you just take the vaccine. I guess I have to step up my efforts and uh, try to get that vaccine as soon as possible. It'll only lead to me getting to Israel uh, uh, sooner rather than later. Bezrat Hashem. Well, I don't know how you will get my remark, but I believe there is more chance that I will see you in New York by the end of January <laughs> that you will see me unless you got the vaccine already. Right. I haven't gotten it yet, but I was wondering, you know, that we, sh we should mention it's the end of the year, and a lot of people out there love supporting Shari Tzedek Medical Center. I am sure that you will join me in reminding everybody that this is a very, very good time to support your amazing institution because you, I assume financially have been stretched in 2020. I can't imagine that this pandemic has not really given the hospital some real financial challenges. Absolutely. And we told you subjectivity, there is no better cause. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and I know you're being as objective as possible. Uh, Professor Yonatan Alevi, Tadaraba, thanks so much for joining us this morning. 
You're most welcome. Sorot Tovot. Sorot Tovot is right. Professor Yonatan Alevi, longtime director general, now president of Shari Tzedek Medical Center. He's got the facts and the stats and everything at his fingertips. And it's amazing speaking to him. And what an update from Israel. I don't think we've had, I'm serious now, I don't think we've had one, one positive and optimistic conversation about COVID since it started on the air. That one could really say was optimistic and positive. I don't think we've had one. Maybe at the end of the first wave when summer began, maybe all of us thought that things were dissipating. Maybe then. This was really the first serious, positive, optimistic conversation about COVID-19 that we've had. And to hear that 25% of the employees at Shari Tzedek are already vaccinated and that Israel could be in the millions soon and that travel will likely open up for anybody who has a vaccine. And to hear Professor Alevi, who is such a genius in the world of medicine, tell us why we shouldn't be skeptical about the vaccine. All that together... Um, very, very promising as we end the calendar year. Very, very promising. And check out the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center on uh, online. American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center. I know uh, we might think he was being subjective, but uh, objectively it is an amazing cause, and they do great work and save our people on a daily basis. More coming up. You're listening to a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. <laughs> 